you guys all had a great past week and a half. Mine has been, I guess, kind of busy. Honestly, I don't know if it's just me, but I seem to have a problem lately remembering what I've been doing like the past few days. Like it's Monday and I don't think I even remember what I did on Friday. That's a problem. Also, cheers. I would say it's Wine Wednesday, but I have a Tim Hortons uh, creamy chill ice cap thing. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. Um, make sure you like this video, or if you're on just listening audio, make sure you rate five stars, download the episode, that also helps me. And if you just want to listen to the audio, well, still go on to YouTube and subscribe to my channel. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. All right. Let's get into this shit. <clears throat> I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode. It definitely was interesting. To say the least, I think it was funny. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But, yeah. I think it was good. Um, I've also been debating on either taking a break from the podcast or changing up, like, the topic not be always just about like sex and relationships because I only have so many stories guys especially because I haven't been really doing anything yet I've been very self-isolated I don't know if that's just me but definitely very self-isolated lately yeah I don't know if anybody would want to still listen to the podcast though if I change it to like pop culture or throw in some pop culture into the podcast I don't know or I had another idea where I could just totally create another podcast that's about pop culture. Give me your feedback, everybody. I would like to hear, and if you got ideas, shoot them my way. Okay, so this week's episode is going to be about shower sex, bathtub sex, hot tub sex, pool sex. Now, the reason I'd like to do this episode is because I have experience in everyone except for a pool. I've had sex in a tub, a shower, and a hot tub. Now, everybody, I really, really hope, knows this, even though I made, make this mistake all the time. Water is not a lubricant. Also, on a side note, um, funny story, this is like a total 360, like squirrel, but anyways, back in high school, I used to wear contacts, now I got 20-20 vision, woohoo, anyways, I used to wear contacts, I had something in my contact lens, and I didn't have any solution with me, so what did I do? I just took the contact lens out, and washed it in the sink, and put it back into my eye. Worst decision of my freaking life. That contact lens sucked onto my eye. My entire eye was like beating red and the veins were everywhere. I couldn't get that sucker off because it was so dry from using the sink water and not actual solution that it has like, basically I think it's kind of like lubricated solution or something. I don't know. The solution definitely has something in it to keep it moist and so it doesn't suck to your eye like that. Yeah. Don't ever use water to clean your contact lenses. And if you do... 
use the water and then use your solution before you put it in your fucking eyeballs. But back to some of the stories. Well, <laughs> let's start off with my first boyfriend or well, first serious boyfriend. Um, okay, so I had always wanted to like, you know, you see in movies and you read in books, the romantic setting of being in a bathtub together or a jacuzzi tub, all that kind of stuff. And then you like foreplay and lead to sex. Yeah, it's not that romantic whatsoever. He had a jacuzzi tub in the basement. Well, it was his parents' house, so in his parents' basement, um, and filled it up with water, blah, 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 both sat in it, and we attempted to have bathtub sex. That was a disaster. First of all, he was like, I think, at least six, one or six foot, whatever. Uh, yeah, that was a struggle because he was very tall and like, lanky is that the right word like very long long ass legs and then trying to position yourself on top of the person that didn't work so then we ended up moving to the bed <laughs> and trying to like put the dick in me was like a struggle it's, it's what's a good example something um i mean it's like putting a dry dick in your ass. It's not going to go in very nicely or smoothly. Because you need lube for that. Yeah, it was a disaster. I don't think I ever did or tried bathtub sex again. No, I didn't. But I've had shower sex a couple times. Two different guys. Both experiences actually weren't too bad. But if you're going to have shower sex, make sure... You have, like, something to hold on to or a mat on the ground or your foot propped up somewhere that you can hold yourself up that you won't fall. Because it is very dangerous um, having shower sex, especially because you're standing or one person's standing and one where you're, like, half standing, you're bent over the other person. Whatever. Yeah. Luckily for myself, I managed to hold on tight enough that I didn't fall with either people, persons, <laughs> guys. Yeah. But... Definitely water, still again, once again, is not a lube. Luckily, I was wet enough from myself, not from water, that it managed to be a fun time. I guess I was, like, pretty horny. I mean, I think the second time I was, like, extremely horny and I was extremely drunk. So it was so much fun. I'm lucky that I didn't slip and fall, especially because I was really drunk. Oh, that was a disaster of a morning, too. Side note, side little story, for the second person that I had shower sex with, what was this, like over two years ago now, at least two years ago, <sighs> so went hot tubbing, we were drinking, listening to my podcast together, which is kind of funny, definitely it's so weird having to re-listen to myself and listen to my voice all the time, if, if you're going to go into podcasting, if you don't want to hear yourself talk, or speak or whatever, or scream or yell or sing, then get somebody else to edit and re-listen to your episode. Because podcasting and editing it, you have to listen to yourself over and over again until you got everything right and edited perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> so that was... What? Oh yeah, I totally lost my train of thought. Huh, squirrel. <laughs> okay, so we were in the hot tub, we were drinking, listening to my podcast... I think we were listening to, like, circumcised versus non-circumcised, something like that. And then I was hungry. So what did we eat? 
Ichiban. Yeah, that was a disaster and a half. Because guess what? I was hungover as fuck the next morning. I guess it was still that night because we went to bed probably at like three or four in the morning. Even five. Well, I had a raging headache. So I had, I think I had an ice pack on my head. I took a lot of Advil or Tylenol. And then my stomach started to not feel great. And all of a sudden, I, this is, this is very disgusting. Sorry, it's very detailed. I projectile vomited all over his bathroom. I tried to get it in the garbage can. I literally couldn't get it in the toilet because I was sitting on the toilet. This happens multiple times. This usually at my house. I can get it in the garbage can if mom is sitting on the toilet. That's a, that's a situation, okay? <laughs> so there was itchy ban all over the garbage can, all over the side of the tub, and all over his carpet in the bathroom. Cleaning that up was not fun, especially when I was still hung as titties slash like still drunk, but I did. He said he wouldn't even known that I had thrown up everywhere if I didn't tell him because I had cleaned it very, very well. Of course, I had cleaned up the garbage can and I washed the side of the tub and then I put the uh, mat, like the carpet, into the tub and rinsed it off and then had it drying. Yeah, so <laughs> there was that experience. The shower sex was fun, the hangover and the throwing up, not so fun. Now, this is another story. I think I've only had hot tub sex once. Yeah, a lot of foreplay in hot tubs, though, which is totally okay. Um, and can be fun. But it's kind of weird. I know, I think two guys that I were in the hot tub with, not at the same time, obviously. Um... <laughs> Of course, they had, like, soft dick at the time, because we're obviously having a couple drinks. Until I start, like, feeling them up, and we're having a good time, making out, touchy-touchy, and then I, like, grab the dick, and, you know, it's like, oh, it's like a little, like a little wormy. <laughs> a little, a soft little worm. Until all of a sudden, it's like, then it's hard. But, yeah. I don't know if people think it's, like, such a weird thing to either see a guy's soft dick or touch it or hold it or play with it, it's totally fine. It's a penis, okay? It's, I mean, penises are not good looking, but it is what it is. <laughs> I used to always say, penises are so ugly, we gotta bedazzle them to make them look better. Still true, still true, I stand by that. But, yeah, so, <laughs> this other story... I had been friends with this guy for a while. Like, I think it was at least grade 8 to grade, maybe grade 10 or 11, I think. And we had, like, this little weird connection. Not weird, but we had a connection. And we used to always kind of get, like, touchy-feely or, like, make out. But, like, nobody would see in our friend group hanging out at the time. And now, keep in mind, this guy is not in my current friend group. I haven't been friends with this guy for a while because he also pissed me off. Um, actually pissed me off before this whole sex thing happened, but whatever. It's besides the point, you know, curiosity gets ya. Like this hit, curiosity kills the cat or killed the cat. Yeah, definitely. Like, don't fuck me up. <laughs> yeah. So, back to the story. I was, I ended up hanging out with him when we were 
hot tubbing. Well, before that, we were playing pool, and that was always fun. We were drinking a bit. There were some other friends that were over. I actually knew the one guy, and then there was a girl, but they ended up leaving early, and then me and this said guy when we were staying in the hot tub then we're like talking about the past and how we used to always hook up and blah 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 so then i started making out of course once again still a decent kisser but it's it's okay um then of course we get to fucking at some point my pants came my pants my bathing suit bottoms came off and so did his and i'm pretty sure i was playing with his dick in the water before so that's whatever (laughs) Luckily, I was far enough out of the hot tub. It's like I was basically like standing, but then leaning over the hot tub, but enough that I could have like fell out of the hot tub basically because I was so leaned over it so that, well, that my vagina would be out of the water because you can't fuck in a hot tub, literally in the water, because water is not a lubricant, especially when there's chemicals involved in that water. So it was okay. His dick was not... His dick game, not good. Dick size, not great. Probably below average, I would say. And skinny, it's all I remember. Yeah. I think I had maybe a drink or not even... Did I even drink that night? No, I don't think I even drank that night. So, can't believe I let this happen, but whatever. That's the past now. That was like two years ago. Anywho, after that experience... I never had any more hot tub sex, didn't have any shower sex, bathtub sex. Bathtub sex will probably never happen again because that was just like a serious disaster. I'm trying to think of which, there is a lube you can get that is specifically meant for like in the water if you're going to use it because it does work apparently, but I'm not going to buy that because I got enough lube and I'm also still not fucking anybody because I have no need to do that. And if you're watching the video, my nail just broke off my pinky, so that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So, here's a little tidbit to men and women and those who do not identify. If you're ever going to have sex in a hot tub or pool, like in actual water submerged, don't. It is very bad. Because the chemicals in there are not good for the women's person's insides. It can cause infections like STIs, uh, urinary tract infections. Um, It can also rip the insides of the female or person's, uh, like the walls, the vaginal walls, all that kind of stuff. I read about that, I think, over 10 years ago in a Cosmo book. And it's still true to this day. That can happen. And usually it's because water is not a lubricant because when you're going in, it's dry. So yeah, it makes sense. It's going to rip and tear the insides. You won't like, I don't know, you may bleed. I don't know, but you're not really, I'm trying to explain it. They're like micro-sized tears is what they would be. Not like a big, you know, not a big, like massive rip or anything, but tiny little tears in the inside and that's not good, which also can get infected. Now, I was actually Googling some tips on how to have shower sex. Okay, let's see here. Well, there is pros and cons of shower sex. Oh, my God. Well, there is pros and cons of shower sex. 
This one says, showers give you a great opportunity to test outstanding positions that you might not be able to do when having sex on a better couch. That is true. Very true. But I mean, I'm not sure how risky or kinky you want to get in the shower because you can fall. Yeah. Because, yeah, the cons say right here, shower sex often happens standing, so there's a risk of slipping. Using an anti-slip shower safety mat can give your feet extra padding and traction. It says, try this. Standing sex may be difficult to navigate at first, especially if you and your partner are different heights. So consider this entry-level move. All you have to do is position the receiving partner closest to the wall. If they want to face the wall, or all they have to do is press against it for support. Or they can lean their back against the wall and push the t- their tips toward the stimulating partner. If the shower is small enough, they can press their hands against the opposite wall for support. Oh God, <laughs> if you're in a bathtub, it says this. Bathtub, uh, tub time isn't just for bath bombs and meditation. In fact, bathtub sex can be a great way to get physically closer to your partner. Pros. Unlike shower sex, bathtubs offer the option to sit or lay down comfortably while being partially or completely submerged. Cons. Being submerged in warm water opens the door for potential infections. Adding bubbles, bath salts, or oils to the water may also increase your risk of developing a urinary tract infection, like I said. Although water itself won't transmit a yeast infection from one person to another, engaging in underwater sexual activity might. In other words, you should hold off on water sex until you or your partner has cleared the infection. Try this. Being in the bathtub shouldn't limit you to just underwater sex. To get the best of both worlds, try sitting on the edge of the tub while your partner goes down on you or vice versa. Not a bad idea. But I feel like... If you're wet now, you're sitting on the outside of the tub, you're going to get cold. I know, that's just my thought. Uh, If you're worried you might slip, prop yourself up or a nearby countertop or railing. This one says, if you're in a hot tub. I guess I found a really good article. Uh, This is also on healthline.com. That's where I found this. Okay. In the likely case that the hot... Oh my god. In the likely case that a bathtub isn't big enough for you and your partner, a hot tub might be a great alternative. Pros. The jets feel great on your back, right? Now imagine incorporating that feeling into your foreplay. Plus, most hot tubs with ed- come with edges and seats that offer plenty of support for switching up positions. Cons. Contrary to the rumors you might hear, having sex in a hot tub doesn't prevent pregnancy. I didn't even know there were rumors about that. You have the same chances of getting pregnant in hot water as you do on dry land. No shit. Uh, what's more, submerging an outside condom, the kind worn on a penis, in hot water and chlorine could cause it to deteriorate. De- oh my god. Could cause it to deteriorate. De- oh my god, I can't speak. Can cause it to deteriorate. There we go. This means it could rip or otherwise break. So if you're trying to avoid pregnancy, make sure you and your partner are on board with your birth control methods before jumping in. Try this. For a comfortable position that allows you to rock yourself into a steady orgasm, face your partner and straddle them as they sit on the seat. For even more arousal positions, near a f- oh, p- position yourself near a few jet streams. Interesting. And this one is in the pool. I have never attempted this. Unlike bathtubs and hot tubs, which have a limited space to move around, pools can feel limitless. Pros. There's so much room, both vertically and horizontally, for you and your partner to explore. You also have more buoyancy 
in uh oh to work with cons as with bathtubs and hot tubs pool water can be a site for infections big time According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, there were 493 outbreaks of illnesses associated with treated recreational water between 2000 and 2014. Jesus Christ. These outbreaks resulted in at least 27,219 individuals, uh, individual cases of illness and eight deaths. Holy fuck. It's also important to ensure that you're not breaking any rules. Steer clear of public swimming pools. Yeah, I would hope people would not be in a public swimming pool and fucking. Personal pools are typically cleaner and more private plus you won't have to worry about breaking laws try this if the deep end of the pool is a little daunting head to the shallow end and take advantage of the stairs float on your back with your legs wrapped around your partner's shoulders while your partner sits on the stairs this will allow them to stimulate you from the front interesting oh god there's stuff about if you're in an ocean river or a lake oh god okay i'm gonna read this because who knows if people who listen to the podcast are going to fuck in an ocean river or lake. This is the last one I'll read. Okay. Having sex in an ocean river or lake can be completely exhilarating, especially if you're trying not to get caught by onlookers. Pros. There are plenty of reasons to love the freedom of open water sex, the adrenaline rush of being outdoors, the satisfaction of losing yourself in the moment, and the wonderment of being one with nature. Cons. Unfortunately, unlike shower or bath water, there's no way of knowing if the water outside is going to be clean it can be hot bed it can be a hot bed for germs you don't want near your private parts like parasites that that's so gross you also want to make sure that you're not violating any city accordances or state laws if you can opt for a sheltered body of water or private land just ear on the side of caution Otherwise, swim, swim to an area that's shallow enough for you and your partner to stand, but far enough out no one will see what you're doing underwater. Try this. If the body of water is on the deeper side and in the private area, try incorporating a flotation device into your water sex. Lay face up on a raft or inner tube while your partner uses the gentle ebb, or ebb and flow the water to grind their body up against yours. Interesting. Okay, here it is. This is that thing I was talking about, lube. Silicone-based lube is key. Water-based lubricants rinse off underwater. And water itself isn't a great lubricant. Isn't a great lubricant. Stick to silicone. Good to know. Silicone, silicone, silicone. Yeah. (laughs) Ejaculating the water isn't going to get you pregnant. (laughs) But if you're ejaculating into the vagina, it's gonna... That's a possibility. Yeah. So that's the little bit of the um, from the healthline.com. There's a little article from tips and stuff. So I think that's all I got to say about water is not lubricant. I hope my point got across. Let's hope. Now, a little bit of exciting news. I you know I have always been talking about going to LA, wanting to fly to LA to finally go meet the guys that I've talked to from Tinder and Hinge and finally see them in person. Well, I've officially booked my flights to LA end of July. Yeah, pretty pumped. Um, I have a few people that I will go and meet. I'll probably have like a certain days for each person, obviously. Because I'm there for seven days, six nights. But I also want to go to like the beaches. I want to go on, I think, a pub crawl or a club crawl. There's one that I see that you can either go to like downtown LA or Hollywood. There, you go to four bars and you pre-drink with the people and everything. 
And then I kind of want to go on the TMZ celebrity tour bus because I always watched, I watch TMZ all the time. And I'm like, hmm, I may as well go on the tour bus because you never know. I mean, usually you always see a celebrity while you're on the bus. So yeah. And then I think I'm going to apply to some of the talk shows because you don't pay for those tickets. You get them for free, but you have to apply to be able to go to the show. So there's like Jimmy Kimmel, Kelly Clarkson, Ellen, James Corden, and I don't know if Drew Barrymore is in LA. I'd have to look that up. I forget. But yeah, I think I'd like to do that and maybe even go to Chippendales because that would be real fun and hopefully Vinny would have his residency there, but who knows? I was looking up the ticket prices and I was like, holy hairy balls. Uh, very expensive. Yeah. That's the downfall about this trip is that obviously it's not all inclusive. <laughs> I gotta pay for all my food and events I to go to and places that I go and Uber and Lyft are gonna be quite pricey. But that's life, I guess. Thank God for travel savings that I've been saving up for like a few years now. And since I didn't go on a hot holiday for the winter, I'm going to go on a hot holiday in the summer. <laughs> but I love the sun. I love the heat. So I'm kind of like, woohoo, let's do it. But yeah, that's all I got for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Make sure you don't forget to like this episode and subscribe and share it with your friends and maybe your family, your co-workers, everybody and anybody share this podcast with because you never know, you might learn some important stuff. Who knows? Or you know it all and you just enjoy listening to me talk or you enjoy watching me on YouTube. Who knows? Yeah, so make sure you guys tune in in a week and a half because you never know what tea's about to be spilled next. Bye, bitches.